Hey guys, welcome to episode 12 of the Shaping Africa podcast. For those of you that have been listening to the podcast this season, you know we are focusing on telling the stories of Africans who have made the great return from the diaspora. As we've been creating content, I've been thinking hard about providing a return blueprint of sorts. And so I thought I'd do a few of these advice type episodes to help anyone who might be considering a transition back to the continent. I've dubbed these episodes the return blueprint. And today I'll be sharing three things. Firstly, the number one biggest lie in making a transition to Africa from the diaspora. Secondly, my strategy for getting to your unshakable and unwavering why for moving back. And thirdly, the top two virtues you need a healthy dose of to make a successful transition. So let's get into it. The first of the three things I'll be sharing in today's podcast to help you better transition is the biggest lie in making a transition to Africa from the diaspora. You know what that is? The biggest lie is that transitions from diaspora back to Africa are serendipitous, unplanned, and driven by luck. Now, this is not to say that you won't encounter unexpected opportunities to transition, but it is to say that even when those opportunities pop up, you'll need the lens through which to evaluate the opportunities and decide whether to take the chance or pass on it. That lens is your why. Leading with your why gives a higher purpose to the transition. Leading with your why will anchor and hold you steadfast through difficult or challenging moments. One thing I can guarantee you is that in such a major transition, there will be challenges. Some challenges will be inconsequential and more like annoyances that remind you that, mm -hmm, yes, this is Africa. You know, like getting shaken down for a bribe by a cop. You'll have to lean back on your charm to navigate those situations and hopefully come out unscathed and with a story to tell your friends over drinks. Some challenges will be more deep-rooted, like mending a relationship with a family member that you previously had the benefit of physical distance. But now you have to meet at each family function. Finding new social circles and making new friends because yes, the friends you left moved on and you may have to find new ones. Managing your expectations to adapt to your new reality, on and on and on. Now, before I share with you how to get to your unwavering why, I want to help you make the transition successfully and I'd love to take you on this journey with me. So please do subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends who may be considering a transition. I'd also love to hear from you how I could better serve you in planning for your move. So follow me on Instagram or leave me a comment um, on this podcast. I'd appreciate it. So now that we're clear that figuring out your why is such an important part of the transition, let's get into the second thing I want to share with you on today's podcast, which is my strategy to help you get to your unshakable and unwavering why. If you're someone that's considering a move back to the continent from the diaspora, have you ever asked yourself why you want to move back? So here's what your why is not. It's not a job title. It's not a company you want to work for or a salary you want to earn. Too often we end up chasing titles and salary parity in the transition instead of getting really clear of the impact we want to have by being back. So here's what your why is. It is how you want to change the world, your thumbprint on the continent, the people you want to be impacted by your work. 
It is deeply personal and unique to you based on your own journey and life experiences. You might be sitting there wondering, okay, so how do I get to my why? Grab a pen and paper so we can work through the clarity tool together, which goes seven levels deep. So level one, what is it? What is important to you about making the transition? Level two, why is it important to you? Level three, why is it important to you? Level four, why is it important to you? And you keep asking this question until you get seven layers deep. So my own clarity tool exercise when something like this, level one, what is important to you about making the transition? My answer, I have always wanted to move back. So why is moving back important to you? Because I believe my, more Africans should be part of crafting solutions to African problems. Why is crafting solutions, African solutions important to you? Because I want to be part of inspiring and driving change. Why is inspiring and driving change important to you? Because I want to use my skills and experience more meaningfully and make an impact back home. Why is using your skills and experience more meaningfully important to you? Because I don't take it for granted that I've been fortunate enough to have the skills, experiences, and exposure that I've had so far. Now we're on level six, guys. And specifically, why is that important to you? Because I want to use my skills and capability to have impact on others. Why is that important to you? Because I want to create opportunities for others. So my level seven why is that I want to create opportunities for others. And when I zeroed in on that deep level why, which is really coming from my very humble upbringing and the fact that I've been able to make it to where I am today, I've been able to use my why as the lens through which to craft my transition, to evaluate career and job opportunities. Um, and I would highly recommend using this clarity tool to go seven layers deep and find your real why. I'd love to know if you find the clarity tool exercise useful. Um, so please do send me a message here on the podcast platform if you um, end up using the clarity tool. Now, the third thing I wanted to share on today's podcast are the two virtues you need a healthy dose of to successfully transition. Patience and discipline. So as James Huso aptly put it, first, you need patience to build discipline because without patience, it is difficult to learn any skill or acquire knowledge. Then with discipline to practice patience becomes easier because without discipline, mentality is weak enough for you to stay and do just about anything that pops into your mind on a whim. In other words, you end up acting out your emotions, which typically consists of fear-based reactions. Fear-based reactions tend to lead you into more despair and or misery. Having patience and the discipline to lead your life in the direction you desire are a strong combination towards achievement of anything, including the great return. Practicing patience in the transition allows you to be patient with yourself with building new networks, new relationships, learning new skills, and knowing that the right opportunity that is aligned with your why will show up. No point in rushing the process of transitioning. Discipline, on the other hand, allows you to be focused in planning your transition, which could be things like targeting which career tracks are of interest to you, following through with all your transition planning activities, you know, things like networking, informational interviews, etc. Planning for where to live, how to send your personal effects, 
There's a lot of planning that goes into a big transition and being disciplined around the planning process definitely makes things easier. So remember, discipline and patience will be your greatest asset. So just to recap my three pillars, number one, don't fall victim to the biggest line making a transition. Yes, some may seem serendipitous or unplanned, but always remember that you need the lens of your why to really evaluate each opportunity that shows up and determine if it's the right one for you. Number two, Use the clarity tool that I shared to get to your unshakable and unwavering why for moving back. And number three, employ a healthy dose of discipline and patience in order to make a successful transition. I hope you found these tips for making a transition helpful and I can't wait to share with you next week's episode. I'll be joined by Brian Wawero, an accomplished and inspiring finance professional currently based in Johannesburg, South Africa. See you next week.